Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Relationships of the Soul. And before we explore this topic... I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The soul is neither spirit nor matter, but is the relation between them. It is the middle principle, the link between God and his form. Saying that the soul is the middle principle sounds uh, a bit mysterious. Can you say more about that? I can try. Uh, The soul is the mediating force that produces union uh, and integration Uh, between all component parts, we could say. In the human being, the soul is that power that uh, over time brings about a complete unification of all aspects of one's being. We might start out by thinking, well, I'm a physical body, and we are. Uh, But as one awakens spiritually, one becomes aware that uh, there is a higher component that's not tangible, that isn't related to the body, and it's more emotional in nature. Then in time we become aware that we have a mind, thoughts, and so on, and that is also part of who we are. And much further along on the spiritual path, the individual becomes aware that he is in fact a soul, uh, an undying, eternal being. And um, all of these various layers of of being are integrated uh, and merged through the power of the soul because the soul senses or holds awareness of uh, relationship to all of these different aspects. Yes, being the middle principle and being the mediator between God, essentially God and man, uh, it has this vast uh, relationships, the systems of relationships between that which is above and that which is below, and uh, it's, um, it's, it's kind of the, the citizen of the kingdom of God, if you will, 
if you want to think of it as that, <clears throat> and uh, because that is the kingdom that we are emerging or fusing with right now. It's we're in the process. I mean, humanity in general, and so that is essentially the um, uh, the responsibility of the soul to to bring that about, to bring that great fusion process. And the kingdom of souls is the uh, the next um, next stage which every human being is is going to manifest. And so, being this mediator is, is very important. And I think trying to understand the soul, what the soul is today, is so very important because uh, there is a seem, seemingly lack of uh, understanding really what the soul is because we use the word soul in so many different ways but uh, uh, there aren't too many uh, teachings out there let's say that actually help to define what that soul is that it's uh, the essential part of us it's the divine aspect it's our higher self and all of that so I mean uh, <clears throat> this it's the factor that gives us consciousness and quality. It's essentially the quality of of God that's carried through into the human life, the quality of love. So all of this is important to know, I think, understand what uh, the soul really is. I think the most fundamental relationship a human being can have is with his own soul that awareness that gradually dawns that there is more to me than I might have thought. There's more than my body. There's more than my my personality. There's something within me that is higher and finer and very remote and that puts me in touch with a dimension of life that uh, isn't experienced or served through earthly um, uh, forms and relationships and this is hinted at in the name for the ancient Hindu science of yoga yoga means union in recent programs we've been speaking about the plan the soul is responsible to the plan and knows what its what its part in God's plan is and if we think about the fact that every living human being is a soul in incarnation through that soul, he discovers uh, his part in the plan. Right, and this whole factor of reincarnation is also uh, a very much a part of that soul because the soul uh, is responsible for uh, modifying and redeeming the, the lower nature, the personality nature in every life, every new physical life, every personality life is a new experience for the soul to uh, uh, to <clears throat> manifest this more more perfect uh, vehicle. So it, it's uh, a, a tremendous responsibility that the soul has to eventually bring us human beings around to a recognition of the plan of God and begin to act as channels for the great love of God, which is in the process of manifesting on earth. What's important to remember, too, though, is that we don't 
have this responsibility as a burden on our own two shoulders um, in any kind of isolated sense. You mentioned reincarnation. The whole doctrine of reincarnation is based on relationship. People may not realize that. We have a tendency in modern treatments of the idea of reincarnation to think about it in a totally individualistic way. I, what was I doing in my past life? Who was I? What did I experience? How much did I achieve or did I suffer? It's all about me. And yet, reincarnation in terms of the ageless wisdom is about group relationship. And I find that really fascinating to ponder because we return with our group lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, deepening and renewing and um, uh, perfecting our relationships with our loved ones and, if we have them, with the enemies that we haven't uh, forgiven and released. This, again, is uh, part of what we mean when we saw when we say that the soul is relationship. Right, and, and the <clears throat> real soul relationship is is at the at the group level, but it's, it has to do with the actual energy of the soul ray. You know, we've talked about the seven rays and before, and whatever ray that the soul is on, that represents the group all, with all the other souls that are also on that ray and that is the essential first group that uh, the soul is identified with and together this whole group of souls let's say on the second ray of love wisdom uh, is responsible for bringing a certain aspect of the plan into the world in, in uh, manifesting it through human activities maybe to um, just very briefly um, uh, expand upon what you're saying there are seven rays seven expressions of divinity we could call them the first ray is the ray of power the second ray is the ray of love wisdom the third ray is the ray of intelligence the fourth ray is the ray of harmony achieved through conflict the fifth ray is the ray of science the sixth ray, the ray of devotion and idealism, and the seventh ray, the ray of organization. So what you're saying is that groups of souls, I suppose we could say vibrate, mm -hmm. for lack of a better verb, they mm -hmm. vibrate to one of those rays because that particular ray defines their soul urge and their soul contribution to the plan, the urge to wield power for divine purposes or the urge to love or the urge to mm -hmm. knowledge usually um, <clears throat> many of our outer activities are, are related also to these rays you know to whatever like teaching maybe on the second ray of love wisdom doesn't mean that every teacher is a second ray but uh, education of some kind whether it be uh, regular education or spiritual education may be on the second ray. Scientists, usually uh, we find all kinds of scientists because of the uh, nature of the factual nature of the, of the mind may be on the fifth ray. And uh, the polit politicians may also have a strong first ray component. So all of those are 
Those are qualities that are in the process of manifesting in the world. And little by little, the divine quality that is being uh, conveyed by the ray itself uh, is begins to manifest through human activity. This is a little complicated here, but the way we're explaining it, but it's very clear if you read some of the Bailey books, hint, 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 so <laughs> you may want to uh, investi- investigate some of the uh, Alice Bailey books because they give you a, a good outline of these seven rays. And just to continue what Dale was uh, was giving you a hint about, too, is uh, we have so many listeners out there. We wish uh, many of you would start purchasing, this, uh, purchasing the book. I know many people have, but uh, a lot of people are merely listeners, and uh, we can get so much more when we go into the deeper aspects of the Alice Bailey books by, by looking at the books, reading them. However, we have a special offer today from Lewis's Publishing Company, which should help you get started on uh, on the Bailey books. The title of this Alice Bailey book is The Soul, The Quality of Life. It's a compilation of extracts from the 24 books of Alice Bailey. Once again, it's called The Soul, The Quality of Life. And if you read that book, you can really go into greater depth about today's topic. And today's topic is Relationships of the Soul. So uh, there's, uh, there's a lot to be gained by reading this book, and you're getting it today at a discount. The soul, the higher self, or individuality, is the guiding force within every human being. Through the law of rebirth or reincarnation, the soul returns to manifestation life after life for purposes of service to the plan. So today it's available for $16. You get free shipping shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. That's the show. So what you need to do to take advantage of the special offer is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's $16. Check or money order. Ask for the book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. Send it to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We appreciate the donations that you have given. It's certainly a demonstration of your support. They are tax-deductible, and we use those donations uh, as a way of staying on the air and continuing to do these shows for you. So please send all donations, large and small, to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you would like to get in touch with us for for any reason whatsoever, you can do so by calling on our toll-free number, which is 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS, LUCIS, L-U-C-I-S. All of our InnerSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. 
The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. As I listen to the show today, I think of uh, the soul and, and of course, that's uh, one of the main uh, topics today. But I think of the soul, would, I be, would it be a correct analogy to think of the soul as being a, a sculptor as far as a human being is concerned? I, uh, I don't know if that would be an accurate analogy, uh, looking at the soul as a sculptor. I suppose, um, because the personality, the outer individual that we think is the human being, is form, appearance, and the soul is quality, the quality or consciousness aspect, and it's that higher level of consciousness that gradually sculpts or molds the outer presentation, which we call the personality, the face we turn toward the world. The more refined, the more um, responsive uh, an outer form we can provide to the soul, the more it can work its purpose and will through us. And the relationship of the soul to the personality is lifetimes in perfecting. I don't think we probably realize how much we impede the intention of the soul. I find myself thinking about that probably more than I should. But we have our own little will. We have our desires. We have our our limitations, our silly little hopes and dreams. Many of them, I would say, are silly because they aren't really of anything that's of lasting worth to the soul. And yet we come into incarnation lifetime after lifetime because the soul has a purpose that it wants to work out. And it's a purpose that it wants to work out in within its group relationship. But so much of modern life is spent developing the sense of individuality and uniqueness and separation. And that really flies in the face of the soul's intended purpose, which is to achieve union with the whole, to realize that oneness in waking consciousness. And yet so much of what we are bent on is uh, standing apart. Right, and so there is, in relation to that, there is little that the soul can do as long as there isn't uh, this recognition on the part of the personality life uh, of the existence of the soul. Well, for many, many lifetimes we're told Mm. it just is sort of disengaged. Right, it just kind of provides the thread of life and Mm -hmm. some rudimentary consciousness to its lower expression. But um, checks in occasionally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> if there is, um, if there is a um, you know a shred of uh, responsiveness to the soul, there, anybody then, home? Then yeah, <laughs> then uh, it can uh, it can get through. It can mm-hmm. provide some kind of guidance, some kind of impression that will help redirect uh, this lower consciousness in a in a more perfect direction. So uh, it it spends countless lifetimes going through this process, and it does uh, require a, a molding process because uh, it every life has the opportunity to uh, uh, perfect the outer expression a little more, and uh, as as the it, it's all it having to do with the rate of vibration. Mm. The vibration of the particles, the very 
particles that make up your your um, your body, your physical body, the very atoms and the, the rate of vibration of the atoms of substance. And as those that substance is uh, purified and acted upon by the higher vibrating quality of the soul, then the lower grade substance is fluffed off and uh, replaced by the higher, more uh, refined and rarefied rates of vibration and substance. And that's how the soul uh, qualifies and molds its lower expression. I think most of us think of relationship as something we have with another person, another individual. And we talk about our relationship being either a happy one or a troubled one. But we're talking today about relationship as a very inclusive state of uh, consciousness that extends far beyond uh, a connection with another person. In fact, the whole spiritual path is about the expanding sense of relationship. Alice Bailey wrote that the major keynote of every single planetary initiation, even to the very highest, is relationship. So it isn't just something that we human beings are struggling with, but that even much higher grades of um, uh, experience and consciousness are in the process of expanding their sense or their awareness of relationship. She said initiation has to do with the expansion of consciousness and inclusiveness is the key to understanding consciousness. Inclusiveness is the key to understanding consciousness. So what that implies to me is that the more we can expand our awareness, uh, our identification to include more and more of the whole, the more we are deepening our sense of relationship and moving forward in spiritual development. Right, and this, this relationship is so very, it's kind of key to the whole manifesting of the plan because behind that plan is the, is the irradiating of the world with the energy of love. That is really in, in the back of the plan itself, I think. And that, all that depends on relationship, whether mm -hmm. it's relating with the personality, with the soul, or it's relating from person to person in the world, or from group to group, or nation to nation. It's based on relationship, because where there is relationship, a good relationship, there will be the flow of this energy of love, or goodwill, as we express it in the world today. So that, that's the whole basis of the plan, really. And every time there is a barrier put up between people, the, that's a, a moment when the plan is being obstructed. That's why the creation of walls between people, between groups, between nations is so serious. I'm not sure how the great ones would view this, but I would think it'd be better to be involved in open conflict than to be in uh, isolation from someone or some group that you don't agree with to just wall them off to wall off another person to wall off another group doesn't solve anything and uh, the conflict as unsettling as it can be can sometimes be a process that opens up 
a way to form a new kind of relationship. Mm. I think we want to uh, put the cap on conflict too quickly. We don't like it. I certainly don't. We don't like conflict. But sometimes it opens up new pathways. Yeah, I think, well, look at the Berlin Wall. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the Berlin Wall came down and there immediately was a a relationship between East and West there built up. And you see what's happened there today. You have this European Union because they've torn down their walls and their economic walls and their uh, financial walls and actually the physical walls. So, uh, and, and the energy is flowing more smoothly. So that, that's another example of what happens when uh, relationships are built. There's another level to relationship that uh, harks back to what the Buddha told us, which was to stop clinging and stop being imprisoned by our desires. We want to hold on to a few things, a few people that we need and love, and we call that relationship, but it really, a better word for it is suffering, because we're so attached that we can't leave them free. Real soul relationships leave people free and leave ourselves free, trusting in the love that you spoke about to be always present and always uh, binding us but on a higher level than that of attachment. If this sounds confusing or difficult to realize, we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves because this is all worked out over a very long time and through repeated struggle and incarnation. In fact, Alice Bailey said a fascinating thing about relationships. She said the theme of the living consciousness of God is forever and unchangeably the great hierarchy of being that chain of life in which the smallest link is of importance and the greatest link is related to the smallest through the electrical interplay of spiritual energy. And she said the major keynote of every single planetary initiation, even to the very highest, is relationship. So what other qualities are working out we don't know but the goal of endeavor on every level of our planet is to establish right relations between human beings and between human beings and God and between all expressions of divine life from the tiniest atom and on into infinity so it's no wonder that we find it so problematical to work out relationships and to deepen our understanding of what right relationship is We take it stage by stage and just try to identify the next level that lies before us. And identifying more closely with the soul will provide that that energy of relationship because that's what the soul does. It's a mediator between God and man, so it relates the higher and the lower. And so the more you can identify with the soul, the more it will provide you with the tools, with the energies, with the quality of life necessary to build relationships. Please take advantage of a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Soul, The Quality of Life. And if you uh, take advantage of the author and you request this book, you'll be able to explore in greater depth the various levels of today's discussion relationships of the soul. It's available for $16. You get free shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about it on 
in our site. So what you need to do to take advantage of the offer is send a $16 check or money order to Lucis Publishing, L-U-C-I-S for Lucis, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.